Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of 7 Days in 7 Minutes, where I, your host, Daniel, cover the past week's news, all 7 days in 7 minutes. This installment is the week of July 29th through August 4th, so without much further ado, let's jump into the news. Last week, President Trump said he was ready to meet the Iranian President Hassan Rouhani without any preconditions. So far, no U.S. president has met their Iranian counterpart since the Iranian Revolution, also known as the Islamic Revolution 1979, when the autocratic monarchy of the Shah of Iran was toppled and replaced by a new form of authoritarianism dominated by religious clerics. The Shah fled into exile in the U.S., and the exiled cleric Ayatollah Khomeini returned from exile to lead the new Islamic Republic. Following this, the U.S. imposed a trade embargo against Iran, which has taken a serious toll on the oil-rich Iranian economy. After years of tension rising from Iran's alleged efforts to develop nuclear weapons, Iran and a group of six nations led by the U.S. reached a historic agreement to limit the program. In May of 2018, President Trump pulled out of the Iran nuclear deal, leaving years of negotiations in limbo. This new offer from President Trump last week was heavily criticized and rejected by Iran. Now let's head over to Africa. Zimbabwe entered a new era holding its first election after former President Robert Mugabe was ousted by the military following 37 years of dictatorship. Mr. Manangagwa, 75 years old, who deposed Mr. Mugabe, received a 58.8% of the total vote, narrowly avoiding a runoff against his main rival, 40-year-old Nelson Chamisa, who won 44.3% of the vote. The final results were announced nearly one week after the voting happened, drawing accusations of vote rigging and illegal activities. The country was left shattered by Mr. Mugabe's long rule, dominated by violence against civilians, land seizures of white-owned farms, among many other crimes. Zimbabwe is now left in dire need of rebuilding and reforms. Mr. Manangagwa is now left with the responsibility to bring his country out of the corruption that Mr. Mugabe was responsible for. On June 25, 1950, the Korean War began when soldiers from North Korea crossed over from the Soviet-backed North Korea to South Korea, which is aligned with the Western powers. This invasion was the first military confrontation of the Cold War. A month later, American troops joined the war in support of South Korea. The war was marked by heavy casualties till a truce was fashioned and the war came to an end, finally, in July 1953. Upwards of 36,000 Americans lost their lives. Just last week, North Korea returned the remains of 55 soldiers as a part of the agreement between the North Korean leader Kim Jong-un and President Trump earlier this year. Tutors are available, especially for tutoring in school subjects. But now, parents are hiring personal tutors for their kids, not in the way most think about it. Yes, you heard it right. Gaming tutors are now in business. This sudden rise in profession is mainly due to the recent rise of video games such as Fortnite. About 125 million people play Fortnite around the world. Kids nowadays report feeling the pressure of not being able to keep up with their peers in these video games. 
for about $10 to $20 an hour, you can find a coach to help your kid. The gaming industry is rapidly growing with many opportunities like these and even gaming scholarships for colleges. The trend in video games is rather unpredictable, but for now, it's paving new opportunities for gamers around the world. Why would a country that is deemed to have one of the largest oil reserves in the world be steeped in economic crisis? After all, isn't oil one of the most prized commodities in the world? A socialistic country Venezuela, oil has been a bane rather than a boon. Over the years, oil revenue amounted to a staggering 95% of its exports and filled the government's coffers. Former President Hugo Chavez used this money to fund generous social programs to close the social gap and reduce poverty in Venezuela. All was well until oil prices dropped in 2014 and the government could no longer fund these programs. To make basic necessities affordable, Chavez introduced price, co price controls, which meant the poor only had to pay a maximum for basic goods, which also meant companies who made these goods were no longer profitable and were driven out of business. The local currency, the Bolivar, fell in value, leading to a flourish in the black market, and the inflation of the Venezuelan Bolivar to the highest of any country in the world. This week saw yet another crisis, when the newly elected President Nicolas Maduro narrowly escaped an assassination attempt by a drone while addressing the National Guard. For now, all eyes are on the president to see how he takes control of his own country. The U.S. economic reports show that salaries in the second quarter grew the fastest it ever has in a decade, and overall the U.S. economy has expanded. In contrast, the Chinese economy showed signs of faltering as the exports lagged the imports. This is an obvious result of President Trump's trade war with China, which has been a hot topic of discussion in previous podcasts. For now, though, it seems the strategy is working, but only time will tell how China will adjust for this. For our last story of the week, teens in America are obsessed with the iPhone. Statistics say a staggering 75% of teenagers own an Apple smartphone. The maker of the iPhone, Apple, made headlines this week by becoming the first public company to be worth $1 trillion US dollars. To shed further light on the enormity of this sum, this is more than the GDP of nations Norway and Denmark. The GDP of Russia is about $1.2 trillion. Apple's trajectory has only been up in the last decade, but at some point we have to wonder, when will the smartphone giant finally falter? Thank you listeners for tuning in to episode 4 of the 7 Days in 7 Minutes podcast. If you have any questions or comments or concerns, please feel free to leave it down below. Until next episode, this is the Weekly Rewind, signing out.